Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're on. And we're on. Hey, everyone. I'm Liam, the daughter. I'm Lauren, the mom. Uh, I'm a little spitty, and you're a little burpy. Uh, oh, my God. That wasn't me. That was totally me. <laughs> oh, my God. Lauren. Wow. How uncouth. You know what? October's into this thing right now where she loves to hear burps, and oh, so she, she thinks, oh my God, she thinks it's hilarious, so she's like... You know, wanting yeah. me to burp on so command. So many people are probably shaking their heads at us. We don't get, we think burps and farts are funny in yeah, this house. Yeah. So you know what? There's so I'm like trying to like, you know. Apple doesn't fall. Do it at command. From the tree. <laughs> I can do it on command. Can you? Uh, yikes. I See, I have a yeah. hard time. And now it's just like coming at will. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm rubbing off on you. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, hey, we're going to spoil your movie a little bit a because little bit. I have a story. Oh my gosh. Okay, go ahead. Your movie was filmed in Pittsburgh oh, again. Jesus. What's wrong I with you? did not plan that at all. Hey, did you guys know that we're from Pittsburgh? Did Jins know we're from Pittsburgh? You know, oh it was, my God, it like was we're so annoying. funny. I sat down. <laughs> I knew nothing of this movie. You it was recommended. Seen, had never seen yeah. it. Knew nothing about it. And I sat down and I'm watching it and I was like, hmm, familiar. Oh, they just walked past this bakery and I'm like, that looks like exactly like the bakery that's down in the south side oh because it's God. like very You can iconic. tell when it's Pittsburgh. Yeah. At least and we so can. so I was like, that's really weird. <laughs> and then they're sitting in this church and I was like, wow, oh, there's no mistake because it's the church that I used to take my students. Your massage they had the, therapist They students. had the labyrinth and we would go down there. Yes. And, you know, I was like, I mean, it is iconic. And it so is. then I like look up and I was like, yes, film in Pittsburgh. Son of a bitch. And here's the thing. When someone suggested this movie, I told her, I was like, oh, you have to watch, like, go do this yeah. one because I've seen it before and I totally fucking forgot. <laughs> and then Jake reminded me of what I'm about to tell you. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. So we all all know well if you're new here yeah. you're not gonna know yeah. i was an art student i know <laughs> insufferable <laughs> doesn't that just add to my Start you know you claire from six feet under <laughs> no oh, that's a little too accurate <laughs> ouch i'm gonna go cry um so here's the thing i'm one of those people that i started my degree about 50 times you know and i just kept rolling those credits over at a different university <laughs> again if you're new here <laughs> You know, it's not surprising to our, you know, people who have been here for a while. I don't know what I'm doing and I can't make (laughs) up my mind and (laughs) therefore I am a hot mess. I want to do all of the things and none of the things. Yes. Yes. You get me. I got you. You get me. So this was like, I don't know, my third 
you know, college go at this point. And I had only a few credits left in my associate's art degree. (laughs) Okay. A studio art degree. And one of the classes I had to take at the community college here in Pittsburgh was a figure drawing class. (laughs) And this, you know, (laughs) some people may not mind. I'm a child. Number one, I'm a child. (laughs) And it's just, I'm not, you know, (laughs) we all know that I'm just not, I don't have it together. Um, And second of all, I'm also like, it it was a man who was, you know, the figure I had to draw. And I'm very untrusting of men. Right. And sometimes my brain has a hard time. Like I see a threat where there's not one. Right. right, And you know what? As I was thinking of this story, I think this man like helped heal some of my trauma. Really? <laughs> I really oh do think. Gosh. Okay, so Jake is making me. You're just me talk. coming to that conclusion. Literally, wow. when Jake wow. reminded me of this, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so this class was in the north side of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. which is like, I hate that part of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Is that a hot take? Do people love the north side? I don't know. I'm not I mean, a fan. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a fan. And not so sure. I was already a little like, uh, like my, uncomfortable. My snow story of uh, 20. <laughs> Exactly. Laura got stranded there once and it was traumatizing. Okay. She was in danger. Save me help. And we did have to come help. So I was traumatized from that probably. Um, And it was like, I had to go there because it was the only, you know, part of CCAC that offered this class. class. And so I'm, I'm in there, the teacher, you know, if you've ever been to art school, they're all fucking mean. So they're all fucking mean. What made you choose this class? You had to take it. Had to have you it had to have it. I would not have willingly yeah. taken this yeah. because of what I just said to you. <laughs> child and also traumatized. A, tra- a traumatized child is what I am. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there we are. Jake, you know, drove me because he's lovely and I also have driving anxiety. Here's the episode where we go over all of my... <laughs> It's like, oh, Lee's fucked up, fucked up. (laughs) So he drove me. Okay. And he would like sit out at this really good sub shop down there and just hang out while I did my class. And, you know, the person that we were drawing. Yeah. At first they start out pretty quiet. Yeah. Again, the teacher's mean. So uncomfortable there. Right. And just, you know, it's, it's like mildly uncomfortable at first. Yeah. Because you have to like study the person. The naked man. (laughs) It's a naked, naked. man. I mean, let's or be person, clear about but that. yes, naked. again, <laughs> naked, and I don't trust men. Yeah. So and I'm like, nothing but his birthday suit. Yes, and again, like spreading cheeks, like, and you're having to like draw the hairs, and <laughs> like you get you, see that you get in trouble ass. if you don't get the details. <laughs> you miss so the dimple. You really got to get in there, okay? And this man turned out to be just like the funniest, nicest man. Really, and, me and him kind of became buds. Yes, he was. <laughs> He was an older man uh-huh. and he was an actor and he was very passionate about acting. Yeah. So, you know, if you talk about movies, you know what? I'm going to chime in. Right. I'm going to chime in. And so I think we just That's started. icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. I think he started talking to the class more to kind of like loosen everyone up. Yeah. Right. And you know what? Oh. <laughs> loosen up in that context. <laughs> Anyway, so then, in the breeze. You know, then we're chatting. He was very like, um, <laughs> Jake said penis forward. Like he, <laughs> he was very passionate about like, there should be more male nudity to, mm-hmm. you know, even the playing field in yes. film. And he yes. just was very confident. I agree. You I know agree what? with that. Laura's <laughs> like, let me see a penis. Bring the- <laughs> I mean, I got to stop and start American Lord, Werewolf in stop London. It. You stop <laughs> that right now. <laughs> David Naughton. <laughs> I'm so you were so on kids today. What's, what's wrong with you? Don't tell people. 
<laughs> you know, sometimes you get different sides of my personality. <laughs> I know. You know what? Oh, I'm excited for this today. <laughs> Laura's loose. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't know. We were just chatting, and the funny thing is he was an extra in your movie. <laughs> That's what Jake's like. Didn't you remember he told you that? I'm like, fuck, I totally Damn forgot. It. Yeah, but he had clothes on in this one, so maybe you didn't recognize him. You know them. what? Maybe, I don't know. Was there any nudity in this film? Because it was probably him. Like I, I said, very penis any. forward. You know, I probably, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I saw any. No, you were too distracted by Vin Diesel. That's correct. Yeah, but I don't know. So I think in just like him being so kind and again, he was very mm -hmm. passionate about pop culture and we talked yeah. a lot about movies and film and Pittsburgh yeah. and I don't know. I yeah. think it like, you know, again, sometimes I see a threat where there's not one right, right. and he like totally made it a good experience. Up. Yeah. Right. And it actually ended up being like, I liked the class. I, the first couple of times had panic attacks. I'm All sure. jokes aside, I'm sure. Jake had to like convince me to go because yeah. I was just so uncomfortable for so many reasons. And he really like... I'm like, damn, wait, <laughs> did you heal me? So did you ever did like you feel more comfortable with the nudity? Did it just yes, become like. And, and exactly. Which is what it's supposed yeah. to be. But again, yeah, yeah you're carrying a lot of baggage. Well, just, it's just a person yeah. and yeah. you're just, you know, it's yeah. a part of the art yeah. and he really helped me. That's really cool. Oh my gosh. And oh, thank you. I'm not going to say his name in case, you know, mm -hmm. some people don't, even though I have a feeling he would be like more than happy <laughs> <laughs> to claim this. Um, but his name, oh, to make it funnier, is a word that means horny. So, hey, <laughs> thank you to that man. Cheers. Thank you for healing part of my soul. There you go. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, you know what? Keep an eye out for him. Try to see if you can guess which I'm one was him in your movie. I'm, I want to go watch it and see if I can, can find him in there. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Uh, hey. Hey, we're about to, you know, get to the part of the segment where we got to plug ourselves. Right. <laughs> okay, please go rate us on Spotify please. and Apple. You know what Jake did say? It's getting a little dry over on no. Apple. So if you could, <laughs> you know, wet that up. Thank yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> that just sounded not right. I wet that up. <laughs> what does that even mean? Wow. That is I don't know because I said it was dry. The opposite of dry is wet. And it sounded sexual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what it means. It's provocative. <laughs> If that is you, not what I took away. Here's the thing. If you get us to like, I don't know, 200 ratings on Apple, which we know how many listeners we have when I tell you, y'all, what are you doing? <laughs> get over there. What the yeah. fuck? I will get the phrase wetted up tattooed somewhere on my body. Thank you. And no, good night. No. <laughs> no. No. Thank you and good night. <laughs> you heard it here first. As your mom, I'm putting my foot down on that one. <laughs> It'll be a tramp stamp. Oh my God. I totally would too. I totally would. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No. Um, hey. Yeah. You could also go check out our Patreon. Yes. We're uh, having a blast over there. <laughs> we are having a blast over there. Yeah. Uh, you could join a free membership uh, just to kind of. Yeah, wet your whistle. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. I was, I was giving you the end. Lay up, <laughs> sports. Uh, you know, or there's all kinds of incentives to join different tiers. Go check it out. Yeah, there's a lot of cool shit happening over there. We do have a new patron to thank, wow. Stephanie. Welcome, Yay, Yay. Stephanie. Woo, woo. Welcome to the family. Yes. Uh, hey, are you ready to get into it? I'm so ready. Speaking of patrons, yeah. my choice today, one of the perks for $5 and up tiers yeah. is you get voting power. You do. So randomly we'll just be like, hey, 
choose you pick you pick choose yeah. between the two of these and i gave everyone it was a hard choice for people my age and down yeah lore you're too old for this get out i'm like i didn't i have not heard of either of these had you not mm, oh my gosh so. what a fucking shame uh i gave the choice of two disney channel original movies Okay, well, we love go. to see them. The options were Smart House, mm -hmm. which I thought was going to win. Yeah. And Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Ooh. And you know what? It was a fucking close call. Wow. At one point I had to get in the chat and say this was entirely unhelpful. It's 50-50. <laughs> someone, you know. Somebody tipped the scale. A few people threw some votes at Xenon. So that's what we're talking about well, today. And here's a little, you know, spoiler alert. I am talking about another DCOM in a few weeks yeah. starring someone from Smart House. So I was like kind of uh, glad. So it was kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. You know, see if you can figure that out. Yeah. This is a 1999 Disney Channel original film. Oh, gee. So rated TVG, okay? TVG. TVG. General audiences. Is that what that means? Yes. Oh, my God. You know what? The more you know, <laughs> we are a movie podcast. Get it together. Four years in. I'm like, wow. What does PG mean? PG. Parental, Parental guidance. guidance. Mm -hmm. PG-13. Restricted. What's NC-17? Not consumable <laughs> no, no call i don't know <laughs> we suck okay here's your tagline yeah she's one galactic girl who saves the day in a stellar way oh, no. mm, i'm gonna talk like that a lot <laughs> that reminds me that just reminds me of the schoolhouse rocks interplanetary janet she's a galaxy you girl. always want to say planetary it's well, interplanet janet you know oh, what damn it <laughs> I make up my own words. She's the queen of making up her I own do. lyrics. I do. Half the time All I'm like, the what time. the fuck are you even saying? And sometimes it's good. <laughs> so there you go. Did I say this was 1999? You did. I love movies from 1999. You sure right do. on the precipice. <laughs> the precipice. It's still so 90s, it hurts. And the 90s were so 80s. Do you know what I yes, mean? And I so this, you. you're really getting that vibe. You're getting the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, teleplay by Stu Krieger, who also did Smart House. Oh. He did a lot of DCOMs, and you know what? Okay. I like your style, Stu. DCOM. Uh, based on the book by the same name, written by Marilyn Sadler and Roger Bolin. Ooh. I did not know this was based on a book. That's very cute. Now I might get it get for it. October. Yeah, it kind it. of does look like Interplanet Janet. Does it? It does, yeah. There you go. Uh, here's your cast. Kirsten Storms as Xenon Carr. Mm -hmm. um, I, honest to God, thought this was Ashley Benson. I thought Ashley oh, Benson really? from PLL was Xenon. I thought they were the same girl. I'm no. slipping. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're like speaking <laughs> a different language to me. I'm like, what is she saying? Hannah from Pretty Little Liars. PLL, Pretty Little Liars. Oh, okay. I got you. you know I what? Got you. I've had enough of you mm -hmm. today. Wow. I think me and Laura are going to tussle. <laughs> uh, you have Raven Simone as Nebula Wade. Nebula Wade. Nebula. There's a lot of space talk, and we love Raven. We do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you have Stuart Pankin as Commander Plank. Plank. Commander Plank. Okay. I don't know, that's kind of a badass name. You have Frederick Coffin as Is he a Square. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it took me a minute. Planks Is he are bored. <laughs> Is he bored? <laughs> you know what? Kind of because he's the commander and he's got to lay down the law. You're on to something. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Frederick Coffin is Parker Wyndham. A, I wish my last name was Coffin. And B, <laughs> I've seen this dude somewhere before, but I didn't bother to look it up. Wyndham if you got him. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> you have to get that tattooed on you. <laughs> if we get to a thousand I make no, reviews. I make no promises. Uh, 
Would you say 2,000 or 200? I don't know. 2,000 sounds more, that sounds more appropriate. You don't have to do much for me to get a shitty tattoo. I'll do it right now. Uh, Bob Bancroft as Mr. Lutz have also seen him somewhere mm-hmm. before. You have Holly Fulger as Aunt Judy. I love Aunt Judy. Yeah, yeah she's like very whimsigoth. whimsigoth. She's very, yeah, she's all celestial. This nice. movie is very me aesthetically Mm. like i still have my manicure that i got like a month ago they're hanging on and it's all space themed there's a little ufo it's shiny Mm -hmm. oh my god it's like i knew i was doing this movie i did it but not (laughs) (laughs) okay you have (laughs) philip ray's chad harry i know i said it wrong chad harry (laughs) harry chad name is really chad harry c-h-a-u-d-h-a-r-y he's british and i know i'm oh, saying it wrong Fuck that's off. his real name i yes. thought that was the character chad harry <laughs> chad harry chad <laughs> it's like what's that have to do with planets no but- he, he's protozoa Okay. And yes, protozoa is a science term. <laughs> if you're not is. putting this all together, I'm just going to, you know yeah, what, let just, you go today. I mean, you're go. on fire. Okay. You have Gregory Smith as Greg. <laughs> okay. And you know what? This boy was acting his fucking ass off. He brought me to tears by the end of the film. We'll get to it. <laughs> and we have Brendan Jefferson as Andrew, who I believe was in Holes. So you know Uh, what? What a great cast. There you go. All right. Here's your rundown. Give it to me. We open on Monday, April 19th in the year 2049. That's not too far away. That is, I think it's like 25 years I read. I didn't do the math. I read it somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's not that far from now. The math was done for me. Always. Uh, Our main character is a 13-year-old girl named Xenon. Mm -hmm. That is a science term, if you didn't know. I did not. Which I did not prior to this. I did not know. It's some kind of chemical element. That's probably wrong. TM. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And she lives with her two space scientist parents aboard the Windcom space station. Mm. And it's floating out in space, orbiting Earth, which they moved from when Xenon was five to study bone density. (laughs) (laughs) All I could think of was the bone density machines. (laughs) You know what? Here's where I say the style and clothes aboard this fucking ship. Yeah. Holy shit. Unmatched. You want, you want, I want it all. I want it all. Her room. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Because it's very, it's nineties and spacey. Uh, It's very like Lisa Frank alien. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Lisa Frank. Okay. Mm, I do recall. (laughs) The main color palette is pink, purple, and like that teal color, you know, the nineties teal and Mm. blue. It's metallic. A lot of spaceships. Oh my God. I love it. You were in 10 out of 10. Xenon is running late to class and this is typical. She's kind of like the badass version of Cher from Clueless. She's like the popular girl, but she's got a little edge. She's got a two. Yes. Hannah Um, Montana. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Way to reference that. Yes. Uh, And when she does arrive to class, she tunes out the teacher to tune in to Cosmic Rock Radio. Nice. Nice. She's got to keep tabs on her favorite band, Microbe. (laughs) Led by Protozoa, who has just, you know, I love a frosted tip. You know, I love a bleach blonde. Frosted tip. Frosted tip. Is that still like a thing? When Jake bleached his hair a few years ago. He wanted a frosted tip. 
No, I loved his frosted tips. If you don't know, (laughs) frosted tip TM. (laughs) Take a sip every time we say frosted tip because protozoa is like, do you know who I'm talking? He's got like the little spikes. Uh Oh my God. I love it. So obviously Xenon has a crush on protozoa. Okay. Um, And microbe is set to be the first group to perform live in space. That's why she's tuning into the radio uh, and it's all happening on the wind calm. Lucky her, uh, her best friend, Nebula. What a cool name. That Nebula. Cool. And she's got like these amazing space buns mm-hmm. that have like this coiled ponytail. Oh my God. Oh. The style. We'll see Leanne with that next week. <laughs> oh my God. Catch me <laughs> trying to do that hairdo. I totally would. I would fail. But Nebula and their other friends are so ecstatic about the news of protozoa coming to the spaceship. They because, got <laughs> Well, because there's a contest happening and the winner of the contest gets to dance on stage with protozoa. Okay. Uh, But they can't get too excited yet because prior to all of this, Big Papa Parker Wyndham, that's what I'm calling him. Big Papa. Big Papa. He's paying the Wincom a visit to make sure they still deserve funding for their science. Because they're up there for for science. For their density tests. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Long story short, this movie is not that, you know, I'm not going to. No. <laughs> Xenon gets a bad vibe off of Papa Wyndham and his minion, Mr. Lutz. Mm-hmm. She does some snooping and mm-hmm. she gets in big trouble because, again, she's kind of like bad, yeah. quote unquote. Rebel. So this is like the last straw. Anarchist. Her punishment is that she's grounded uh, to earth. No concert. It, well, oh, I know. Right. No, you no, were no, right on top of that. <laughs> no. no microbe. <laughs> No frosted tips for you. No, fuck. No frosted <laughs> tips. That is a punishment. But do you get it? They were like, you're grounded. And she's like, yeah, I have to stay in my room. And they're like, no, you're grounded to oh, earth. I thought that was bummer. clever. Uh, she's sent to live with her aunt Judy. And this is Xenon's worst nightmare because this is all she knows of earth. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Yeah. Chelsea Clinton is president of the United States. <laughs> that, yikes. <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> you're going to like these. Everything there is motivated by money and or self-defense against germs, speeding trucks, earthquakes, madmen, and muggers. Yep. Sounds about right. <laughs> sounds and about right. This was my favorite. Who we're seeing into the future. Here's the last thing she knows. Okay. People with runny noses are packed together like microchips. I was like, ouch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go off. That's Yikes. true. Because <laughs> they said that because they're in space, she's never even had a sniffle. Okay, because shit is clean up there. <laughs> she says, I don't want to go down the there. The air is clean. Where enemas exist, you know? <laughs> Lee should know. Uh, I do, I do. Before she leaves, Nebula gifts Xenon with a handmade microchip disc earring. She's like Whoa. crafty. Mm-hmm. And with that, Xenon is shuttled off to Earth. Somewhere in the United States or Canada. I'm not sure, Okay. <laughs> Uh, spoiler, the microchip disc yeah. in the earring belongs yeah. to Wyndham and his minion who are trying to sabotage the Wincom for insurance money. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it takes a while to get to that I point, see. but I'm just saving us all some time. Okay. Um, Xenon makes it to her artsy, whimsical queen, Aunt Judy, who's lovely. I love Aunt Judy. Lovely. 
But the other kids, Xenon's age, are not quite so lovely. Okay, there's a bully mm. that's really mean to her. Mm-hmm. But the popular guy, Greg, and his smart pal, Andrew, are nice to her. Of and they course. become buds. Okay, yes, so yes. here's super speed round wrap up. Yeah. Xenon bonds with Greg. <laughs> okay. And they ride a horse together. Wow. Eat some onion rings because she's cool. never had like earth food. She has, haven't had a, a blooming onion. She has not had it. <laughs> Let me take you to the outback. Get you a blooming onion. <laughs> they walk in the rain together. I was like, why is this movie oddly romantic? Not acid like, there's rain. A, Okay, no, <laughs> but like the scenes of them in the rain mm-hmm. are like, I don't know, fucking, you know, Cinderella story. It uh, was, and I was mm-hmm. like, damn for a Disney Channel original Where's movie. Chad Michael Murray. You know what? You'll love him. Uh, Greg and his technology intelligent friend Andrew helps Xenon uncover Wyndham's secret plan mm-hmm. and Andrew develops an antivirus file that will save the space station. Ooh. And the science. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Where's my lab coat? Xenon and Aunt Judy hitch a space shuttle ride to the station with Microbe uh-huh. and Protozoa, who uh-huh. didn't see that coming. Uh-huh. So she's going to make the concert. Don't Love you fucking that. worry. I know she's going to dance on that stage. You know what, Lore? What? There's a twist you're not expecting. <laughs> oh. oh, and Xenon saves the day with Andrew's antivirus just in the nick of time. Of course. Of course. Uh, Xenon and Nebula celebrate by rocking out to Protozoa. Uh-huh. And here is where I say it's a shame you don't know this because yeah. his hit song is called Supernova Girl. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Where's Oasis? Boom, boom. Okay. <laughs> Champagne supernova in the sky. <laughs> Someone mesh what I just did together and make a mashup. <laughs> uh, okay, Xenon has Protozoa dedicate his song, Supernova Girl. That's wow. a hard thing to say mm-hmm. to Greg back on Earth. <laughs> and this okay. is where this kid is like, Acting his ass off because they essentially have FaceTime. Yeah. But at the time they didn't have it, which is kind of mind blowing. And she's like, Greg, look at this concert. And Greg's like crying. And I was like, why am I crying? This is really (laughs) emotional for a fucking Disney movie. (laughs) Usually they're just killing the moms off. (laughs) I was surprised that the mom was not dead in this one. The mom was alive. Uh, And here's the twist. Yeah. Nebula gets to dance. Okay, and play tambourine uh, with protozoa. There's a tambourine you know, involved. It's all about the microchip. Xenon was like, you go, Nebula, I love you. <laughs> the end. You didn't, you didn't see that fucking coming, did you? <laughs> what a twist. Uh, I was on the edge of my seat. What a great film. <laughs> you know what? It Oscar stands worthy. up. It Oscar fucking worthy. stands up. The acting was like actually like really good. Yeah? Yeah. You're I like, I don't you. believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a 10 out of 10. Um, so what, what is my- things have these people been in? I mean, besides Raven. Okay, Raven. I said the one was in Holes. Fuck off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we cast. love Holes. <laughs> I do. I do love Holes. Um, what is my fucking lesson? What is it? Oh, you know, it's sciencey. <laughs> you know, it's sciencey. Damn it. They picked this. I did, did give them two sciencey movies, but I'm, I'm very much science on my or science. You know, I get sci-fi. Yeah. Like really heavily. I go in bursts. Yeah. Uh, my lesson is supernovas. Ooh. Ah. Okay. I like that. Okay. Like I said, there's lots of space talk and science talk in this movie. So xenon is a chemical element. I have it written here. Nebula. Nice. They say like, if something isn't a big deal, they say minor. And if something is a big deal, they say major. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, her catchphrase is Zetus Lapidus. Nice. Which if you look it up, has something to do with science. 
Again, okay. protozoa, science. There you go. And again, his hit song, Supernova Girl. And there I thought go. that's a term at least we're all semi-familiar with. <laughs> My Supernova Girl. He has an accent, so you know I'm trying, but it's not working. Is it a British accent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have it. I fucking know, okay? The Gallagher brothers are up there in space singing. <laughs> Okay, was it like Loki inspired like a pop version of Oasis, an extra pop? Uh, okay, so sometimes fact check Jake has to help me with my lessons yeah. if I'm having a bad, you know, yeah. mentee illness day. Or you're a mom and you have like 50 Yeah, you know what? There's do. plenty yeah. of reasons. Yeah. And then normally he'll just start it. Yeah. And then I'll take it from there. It helps yeah. if I get a, a you know yeah. a little head start, yeah. and I'm it's in my own words and it's my yeah. own research. But this week, <laughs> I was like, you know what? People are probably sick of hearing me try to talk science. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave his notes completely as is. Jake, take the real. You know, well, the he real d- the wheel. Jesus, the real. take the real. <laughs> <laughs> Which my brain was like, Nicolas Cage, Con Air, Jesus. I don't know. It could go either way. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Nicolas Cage and Con Air as Jesus. A.K.A. <laughs> Jake. It sounds like a roast, but it's not. I swear. <laughs> okay, so this time we're letting fact check Jake. Put on the lab coat. I, I left his it. notes entirely as is. We all it. we all miss him because he writes his notes in fact check Jake speak. You know, and what? you're going to be able to tell. No one speaks quite like fact check Jake. Fact check Jake. Fact no, check Jake. he's one. You're one in a million. <laughs> this episode is unhinged. <laughs> okay. So here, oh, Miss Congeniality. Where is Michael Caine? Oh, that's right. He's in my movie. <laughs> Oh my god, is he? Yes. Well, would you look at that? Uh, Where's my makeover? <laughs> oh shit, yeah, I like him. Okay. <laughs> is he in Batman? I don't know. Yeah. I made that up. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's the butler, right? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> All right, we better stop. Okay, here is Supernovas, as explained by Fact Check Jake. Okay, I love it. We're all going to learn today, because did I fact check this? No, I assumed he fact checked it. That's It's in his name. That's his title. <laughs> it's his title. Okay, from here on out, this is Jake. Okay. Okay, we're always asking the age-old question, what happens when we die? Okay, do you see what I mean? Of course. <laughs> well, you should probably stop being so self-absorbed. <laughs> And worry about what happens when other things die, too. (laughs) (laughs) For example, what happens when a star dies? Do you know lore? I don't. It's like powder goes (laughs) into the universe. (laughs) Stop bringing up the fucking movie powder. It like instantly brings tears to my eyes. Uh, One scene with the deer. I I know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Just like us, some stars fade away into nothing, and some uh, burn hot and fast. Yes. Is it better to burn out than, than to fade, fade away. away? But massive stars end their lives in something called a supernova. Ooh. Oh, they, go, they go out in a blaze. Yes. In simple terms, a supernova is the extremely bright and ridiculously powerful explosion of a massive star. Ooh. So I'm thinking maybe this is like what protozoa was referencing. Like, cause I was like, why would you supernova girl? 
Like, what does that uh, mean? And it's maybe because they burn so bright and hot. Ooh. Mm, mm, Love that. Mm. Sexy. Wow. Okay, see the frosted tips? You know, my heart. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> Is it going boom, boom, boom? Would you say? Zoom in, zoom in, zoom in. Boom, boom, boom. Make my heart go. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> <Super> <laughs> Catch that cover on Spotify later this week. Okay, supernovas can temporarily shine brighter than an entire galaxy and give off more energy than our sun will put off in its entire lifetime. Holy shit. Wow. Again, so it's like super powerful. Protozoa knew what he was talking about. Supernova. Okay. I don't know what a nova is. Wonder what. Keep referring to Oasis. Oh, fuck. Oh, okay. It's one of my favorite albums. What's the story, Morning Glory? Frick, I love that. You heard it here first, it's everyone. Okay. okay. According to the Department of Energy, mm-hmm. a supernova occurs somewhere in the universe every 10 seconds. Well, that's a lot of stars wow. that are dying. Rest in peace. Her new one's born. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just threw you for a loop. <laughs> Fuck, someone's going to take my lab coat away. (laughs) Fuck, don't ask me science questions. (laughs) Now, in case you aren't a scientist, like Fact Check Jake, Mm -hmm. it's important to note that there are a fuck ton of different types of stars. Blue giants, red giants, red super giants, white dwarves, and many Mm -hmm. more. Okay? Okay. They're classified. No. Categorized. (laughs) Then classified. Top secret. For reference, our sun is a type G2V yellow dwarf main sequence star. Holy shit. What does that mean? No fucking clue. Means but he says smart. he fact checked it. <laughs> Super smart. Super smart. Nassau. Nassau. Our sun, which is pretty small on the cosmic scale, would still take over one million planet Earths to fill. Holy shit. Okay, and for a star to supernova, it would need to be eight times or more massive than our sun. <laughs> Holy shit. So that so yeah. it's a rarity. Is what you're Any, it's yeah. rare. Yeah. Like maybe, like your love. Maybe that's also what? why the song She's Rare. She burns bright and she's rare. You know what? Yes, Laura. Yes. Yes. Wow. What a wordsmith. <laughs> Protozoa. <laughs> like I fucking said. Okay. It is also relevant to note here that a white dwarf, which is a smaller but super dense star, can also supernova if triggered what's <laughs> what's called a runaway nuclear fusion. It started getting too sciencey yeah, and I love it. Happens. I hate when there's a runaway <laughs> nuclear fusion. Fact check Jake says we're not going to dive into that, but okay. he wanted to include it in case he pissed off some fellow science nerds by mm. saying supernovas can only happen to the big boys. I don't know if science nerds Quote are unquote. actually listening to us. Well, how the fuck do you know? Maybe. Uh, yeah, you know what? No, we definitely piss them off. They'd be writing in. Um, <laughs> Please shut up. Correct you. Please shut up. <laughs> now, according to NASA... Mm-hmm. The first recorded supernova was viewed by ancient Chinese astronomers in 185 AD Holy and crap. could be seen in the sky for eight months. Holy Isn't shit. that wild? That's crazy. But the most famous supernova happened on July it's a 4th. It's a champagne supernova. <laughs> How many references are you going to get in there? It happened on July 4th, 1054. Whoa. Whoa. And was seen at the horns of the constellation Taurus. Ooh, mm, pretty. Nice. The name of it is SN, Supernova 1054. 
because of the year. There you go. Wow. Uh, it was viewed by Chinese and Korean astronomers and based on rock paintings in Arizona and New Mexico, Native Americans living in the Southwest likely witnessed it as well. Oh, cool. Isn't that fun? Mm. Um, it was visible in daylight for 23 days and could be seen at night for almost two years. Whoa. That like blows my That's mind a little crazy. bit. If you really stop and think about yeah. that, it like scrambles my brain. Yeah. The leftovers from this explosion are now visible today as the Crab Nebula. Oh my gosh. And there's Nebula. We've come full circle. We have come full circle. Okay. Wow. Tune in to Xenon the sequel to learn what a nebula is. That'll be my lesson next time. Isn't that fun? That's very cool. There you go. That's what a supernova is. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. I didn't fucking know. I did not know. So now when you hear the song Champagne Supernova Mm -hmm. and Supernova Girl. Yeah. You can know what the fuck they're talking about. I know what they're saying. Uh, Would you like some fun and random facts? There's not many. Sure. The film turned 25 this past January. Wow. Ouch. We lad. It's weird to watch movies that were set in so far in the future now. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, that's, that's like not that year. far away. And yeah. to see like what they got right and what they got wrong. I included in my notes some uh, articles that go through like what they got right. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's creepy. Um, there was a reference to the year 2025 being as old as shit. They were talking about it like we talk about like dinosaurs. And I was like, ouch. Man is still alive. Okay. According to math, Xenon would have been born in 2036. So she's not even here yet. Look wow. out for her in the year 2036. Nebulae. <laughs> even know what it is. I think you butchered it. <laughs> what is it? Nebulous? Ne- Nebulae. Nebulu. <laughs> Okay, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. To give the movie an authentic futuristic feel, Mm -hmm. writer Stu met with scientists at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California. I can kind of tell though, because like they had FaceTime, like I said. So according to Stu, a lot of the technology seen in the movie was supposedly stuff scientists were actually working on at the time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like weird to think about because do you think like how long before these things were available to the public were they they already using it? Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did they already have it? They're like in on it before we were ever in I mean, just like this year they've told us, yes, there are aliens. How long have they known? How long? Keeping I've this known. from the American I've public. Known for 31 years, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> My first words were aliens are real. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, my last fun fact. This was only the sixth, sixth Disney Channel original movie to be released. Is that right? Yes. Wow. That's a big deal. Again, these were sixth. like a big deal. You had to wait for them to come on. Yeah. You had to fucking set up your fucking VCR to record. Get your Sour Patch Kids ready to rock and roll. Yes. Locked and loaded. This was released right after Halloween Town, my other favorite, mm. and was mm. the first to get a sequel. It was the very first Disney Channel mm. original movie to get a sequel. There are three. Before Halloween Town, <laughs> there's three. There's three oh, Xenon movies. So, Yikes. you know what? We'll catch you next time for the next one because Laura seemed to really enjoy this. So, did I'm going to keep doing up that. the main characters. Uh, they did recast Nebula wow. in the second one. Nope. And I don't want to fucking discuss it. She's already <laughs> Wait off. for my rant. Yeah. Wait for my rant. Uh, there was going to be a fourth installment. Of the Xenon mm. series, uh, but Disney execs pulled the plug oh, last bummer, minute. So, bummer. you know, I'm sad about it. Men wielding power. 
Yes. Pull the plug. You know what? That I think that leads us pretty good into your movie, actually. Uh, yeah, I think uh, it actually does. You know what? That's all I have. Wow, way to go. Good pick, patrons. I loved it. Yay. So that means I'm up. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You are up. Yes, and I'm doing the last witch hunter. You know what? Why do I remember kind of liking this movie? You know what? I didn't mind it. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. I had not seen it. Uh-huh. Which is surprising because I love Vin Diesel. <laughs> you love Vin Diesel. I do and his love bald Vin Diesel. Head. You know, where'd he go? I don't know. Where did he go? I don't know. I don't know. He's somewhere in Fast and Furious Twenty Seven <laughs> Land. I don't know. It's like how many times can they remake that movie? You know what? I think they're going to push it. They're going to see. You know what? I'm going to watch Vin Diesel and the Pacifier tonight because that's oh my God, like my favorite. I was literally just sitting here thinking, could we do the Pacifier? Could I pull that off? No, I don't freestyling know. in the ball pool, dude. We quote that movie a weird amount. <laughs> we do love Vin. That's good. We do love Vin Diesel. Yeah. Love them. All right. All right. So American Fantasy action film mm. released in October of 2015. I saw it in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> did you? I did. Wow. I had a friend uh, and his wife who dragged me and fact checked Jake to it. Like it wouldn't have been something I, I'm not mm-hmm. into action-y movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what? We were there and I was like, I kind of fucking liked it. Yeah. I mean, when you really think about it, that um, that is a real testament to Vin Diesel. To make us like action movies. Well, because I'm not an action fan and I'm not really a sci-fi fan and I love the Chronicles of Riddick. Oh my God, you do. And I liked Triple X. I think we just really liked him. Except when he slides down the the, uh, railing in a... On a cookie sheet. Why does that bother you? That was part of his... It's empirically impossible. (laughs) (laughs) It's not logical. That is not logical. My brain (laughs) cannot... Vin Diesel could do whatever the fuck he wants. You know what? Apparently. You know what? What? And this movie proves it. Okay, give All it right. to me. All right, directed by Breck Eisner, mm-hmm. written by Corey Goodman, Matt Sazama, and Burke Sharpless. Burke Sharpless? Yeah, hopefully those are <laughs> correct. <laughs> was early this morning when I was doing my... Oh, Lord. All right, the budget is 90 mil, and okay. it did $147 million at the box office. Interesting. So it was not a total clinker. But not the best. But the movie garnered less than favorable reviews. Actually, it garnered like shit reviews. You don't hear a lot about it. When no. someone suggested it, I was like, oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. yeah. I was like, how have I never heard of this? And it was filmed in my city. All right. The consensus is that it was boring. Oh, and I hope. The plot was confusing, which I can definitely see. Really? Because it kind of jumps all over the place. Well, keep up. Can yeah. you keep up? And a lot of folks said that, you know, it just did not suit Vin Diesel, this role. Mm. Because well, you he's know kind what? of charm because he's super charming. Well, you know, shame on the man for trying to switch things up and Dude, keep he, things fresh. He is charming. <laughs> okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So maybe okay. that's not what the rule called for. I don't know. Oh, he was too charming. He was too charming. Ah. You know? He was too good for this role. <laughs> Bald head. Yeah, they weren't talking about shining his acting. too bright. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There's just some characters that just look fucking yeah. good bald. <laughs> you know what? You know, and there's not many. There's not many. <laughs> Name them right now. Yul Brenner. I don't know. 
yeah, Mr. But, Clean. But I'm thinking specifically of the old runner from Cool Runnings because he also did look really good bald. <laughs> <laughs> We're seeing a pattern. Yeah, what's the guy's name from uh, Terry Crews from Blended? He looks good bald. You know what? He does look bald. <laughs> yes, we're blending. He does look bald. <laughs> he is bald. That's why he does look bald. <laughs> good bald. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? How much I love Vin Diesel. I'm looking at this <laughs> cupboard here that we just made and collaged. And there he is. He's we just right made, me. Laura, we made no, that. I mean, like 20 years ago. We made that like 20 <laughs> years ago. But I'm looking at it and there's Vin looking right at me. You've had a crush on him for quite some time. I really have. Okay, moral of the story, Laura may like bald men. I think maybe your man is bald. I think just Vin. No, no, you said Terry Crews. You named a bunch. I think <laughs> cancer man, bald. Roof, Ken Thatcher roof. <laughs> Those are kind of hard to nail. Wow, you are really getting precise. All right, anyway, it got 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Oh my God, really? Yikes. Wow, and Bummer. why am I like, why? I kind of liked it. I know, I thought it wasn't yeah. bad. I think it was Vin. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie about it. All right, so we have, here's your cast. Did you not know? Vin Diesel is in this movie. Did you hear that Vin was in this? <laughs> It's Vin Diesel. Um, he plays Calder, okay. the last witch hunter. Okay, title. Right. Yes, there you go. Rose Leslie as Chloe. I like her. Elijah Wood. Love Elijah Wood. It's a good Dolan, cast. Dolan 37. See, I think I was in it for Elijah Wood. There you go. Yeah. Adorable. Mm-hmm. Michael Caine, also love him. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> Dolan 36. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, and I'm going to mess this up. I'm, I apologize. Olafur Dari Olafsson okay. as Beliel. Beliel. Yes, and Julie Engbright as the Witch Queen. Ooh, the Engelbrecht. Witch Queen. Okay. maybe. All right, so <laughs> we've already talked about that it's been filmed in Pittsburgh. Yes. I mean, even if you just go watch it for the scenery, like the church, that church is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, I I always get a little excited when you can spot Pittsburgh landmarks. I don't yeah, know, it's cool. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. All right, so here is our plot. Our story begins 800 years in the past. Okay. When an evil witch queen unleashes the Black Plague. The Black Plague, oh. She's, she wants to wipe out humanity. <laughs> she says, you know what, She's I've had like, enough. you people, I've had enough of you. Oh, I feel like another one of those is coming because <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> right. Oh my God, yeah. Don't say that. All right, <laughs> a hunting expedition heads out to put an end to her evil ways. Okay. Which includes our main character, Calder, or Vin Diesel. Vin. All right, he is looking very much like a Viking and I just cannot <laughs> take in Vin with hair. I can't do it. He okay. had like a little, he had some hair. It was pulled back and he had a braid hanging. And I was like, so not only what? do you think he looks good bald, you're questioning. I can't, I can't look at him with hair. It's just not, it's not right. empirically possible. <laughs> it's illogical. It's just not right. <laughs> While everyone else is no match for the witch, Calder is on a death mission himself. Oh. After losing his wife and daughter, he has no will to live and plans to go down with the witch. That's fucking depressing as shit. Okay. Sensing his desire to end it all right before he impales her with his sword. Oh, no. She curses him with immortality. <laughs> what? Yes. You. Are doomed. This witch was a Scorpio. She said, "Not so fast, not bitch. so fast, buddy. Uh, you are doomed to wander the earth alone forever." Ow. Okay. Wow. That cut right to the heart. <laughs> Lord. All right. Jump to present day when times have changed, and we see a very spry-looking 
uh, you know, Vin Diesel. He's looking like Vin Diesel. He's looking is good. he bald now? He is bald. Oh, okay, he got He's the memo. Good. He's looking good. <laughs> drop, yeah. drop the Viking hair. He dropped the Viking hair. Okay. Yeah, he's aboard a plane, ready to intercept a witch who willy-nilly, haphazardly tossed some ancient runes together, oh. causing a hellacious storm. You just don't toss runes together in your bag. Okay, yeah. All right, so the, the plane is about to crash. These modern-day witches have no idea how much power they have. Ooh. After keeping the plane from going down, he celebrates by making a play for the stewardess. Because he is a oh, charmer. because he's too charming. He's so charming. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, the plane's going down and he's just like winking and smiling. Anyway, well, he can't die. No, he can. Yeah, he can't. So he's like, what the fuck do the I care? Oh, the rest of you. I'm yeah. going to be okay. All right. <clears throat> Calder is now employed as a witch hunter. Oh, employed. No okay. longer an executioner. But he's working with an organization known as the Axe and Cross, whose aim is for witches and humans to live together in harmony. Okay. Because now, in this day and age, witches are living among the humans in secret. Their magic, which was passed down from the ancient race, is pretty watered down in comparison to days of old. Okay, okay. Yes, so there is a truce. Okay, like, let's keep everything fucking chill. Let's keep it all chill. Got it. But you know what? Truces are fragile things. Was that your line? Dun, dun, dun. Did that come no, from the Michael Caine said oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Caine said I it. Totally, you totally could have claimed that. <laughs> you do have Michael Caine energy a do little it. bit. Love him. The Cider House Rules. Jesus, what a great movie. You're going to leave this episode <laughs> knowing every fucking movie that man has been in. Mark my words. <laughs> All right. Since the time of the great battle, Calder has been assisted or watched over by a faction of priests known as Dolans. Elijah Wood is in this, yes. right? Okay. So for 800 years, they have kept watch and kept the peace. Okay. Calder meets with Dolan number 36, which is Michael Caine. <laughs> number 36. Who is about to retire from duty. Oh, okay. And pass the torch to Dolan number 37. Because he was old even back then. Yes. <laughs> he's yes. just always and been he's old. He's still kicking. He's always been old. That was like 15 years ago. Has, anyone seen, like a pi- has anyone seen a picture of him as a baby? <laughs> it doesn't exist. He was born old. He's Benjamin Button in. For real though. He's come back. He's been old for a long time. <laughs> Ouch. Okay. Yeah. So although, so he's passing the torch to Dolan 37, Elijah Wood. Okay. And although before the transition happens... Calder receives a call that Dolan 36 has passed away in his sleep. Well, now my jokes are... Wow. Wow. (laughs) Don't you feel bad now? (laughs) Why didn't you fucking warn me? I saw this movie, too. You could have warned me. Now my jokes seem really mean. (laughs) Ouch. I'm so sorry. Rest in peace. There you go. Number 36. (laughs) Calder, of course, is really not buying this nonsense. Okay. And he and Dolan 37 are convinced that he was murdered. By a witch. Ooh, 37 is Elijah Wood. Yes. Yes. Okay. Intent on breaking the truce. <gasps> Ooh, they want to spice things up a little bit. Yes. So okay. while hot on the trail of the murderer, Calder mm-hmm. comes across an ancient herb. I just had to add this in because it was hilarious. Love an herb. He's like, this is ancient. <laughs> He's like, I have not seen this magic since before I killed the queen. Okay. Uh, but it wasn't really very intimidating because if you look at it, I think any plant person will know that it is literally a blackened fiddlehead fern. You know what? 
more delicious than detrimental. Okay. You know what? I would have saw it and been like, whoa, look at that. More tasting than more tasty than terrorizing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know what? This is why they need your expertise on set. That's right. Uh, Realizing that Dolan 36 is not dead. Oh, but only sleeping. Oh, like sleeping beauty. Oh, okay. Spell. Right. Although he cannot be awoken with a kiss. Okay. He can only be awoken by the death of the witch that cast the spell. Okay. This witch is named Belial. Belial. Yeah. I like that name. Nice, huh? Uh, Lucky for Calder, Dolan 36 left some clues for him before his long slumber. Okay. And Calder realizes that the answer lies in his immortality. He has to figure out how he died and how in the world did he come back to life? Because he can't remember. It's been 800 years. Okay. Well, you know what? Give the man a break. His memory is vague. Right. So he heads to the local witch's bar and pays the owner, Chloe. I liked this part. Yes. It was a, that was a cool. Right. Yes. Where was the plant? That yes. Right. Uh, he pays the owner, Chloe, to perform a spell. Okay. Um, to help him recall his memory. So he works with witches. Kind Sometimes. Of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's like, I'm not helping you. You're a witch hunter. You know yeah, what I mean? Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. But she's you're like, also you. like bald and kind of hot. Right. <laughs> so I will make an exception <laughs> this time. You got this me time. good. You got me good. <laughs> but mid roll, the spell is interrupted by Belial. Chloe Ooh. is pissed off because her bar and livelihood are ruined. He like blew that shit up. Oh, fuck. But after a series of mishaps, mm-hmm. i.e. her partner is murdered, she's attacked in her apartment. Oh my God. She agrees to help the witch hunter get the info he needs to take out Belial. Okay. And you know what? He's not too bad to look at. <laughs> so, oh, that again. Yes. Yeah. Although a major bummer because they can't seem to find all of the ingredients oh, to reprise that spell. You know where I've heard Damn this storyline before? Where? Halloween Town. Oh, no. That's a ripoff. Inspired much? Maybe. Maybe. Um, have no fear. Even though she doesn't advertise her gift, mm-hmm. Chloe is a dreamwalker and does not need no stinking herbs. She can just hop right into his cult, you know, into Calder's dream. <laughs> into Calder's, you know. His cult. Calder's cult. Damn. Hey, DM. Good band name. All right, when she does, it is revealed that although he burned the queen to ash. Okay. And thought she was dead. Not. Her heart was still beating. Oh. A fact that the very first Dolan hid from him. Ah, you can't trust those motherfuckers. And here's why. Okay. Because if her heart ceases to beat, her spell would be broken and Calder would would die. die. Yes. And well, you know, they needed him around to keep the peace. He can glide on a cookie sheet. Down a railing. (laughs) We can't let him fucking die. We need him. Um, He's pretty pissed that the Dolans have kept this. You know, I just think of Mickey Dolans and I'm waiting for them to break out into a song. (laughs) Last train to Clarksville. All right. So anyway, they've kept this little detail hidden from him for 800 years and he's a little pissed. It took you 800 years to figure that out? Maybe he didn't want to live. We we know he didn't. (laughs) He wanted to die. They also now realize that Belial's plan. like 800 years? Yeah. Not the brightest bald head. Right. (laughs) Yeah. You should have known, my friend. (laughs) God. Um, They also realize that Belial's plan is to find the heart and resurrect the queen. Okay, so they're bad. Elijah Wood is bad. Well, Belial. Did I spoil that? Thank you for spoiling that. that. Okay, my bad. (laughs) Belial is the witch, so he is bad. Right. Okay, so which of course happens. And though he manages to take out Belial and kill him, 
Okay. Which brings Dolan 36 back to the land of the living. The queen manages to re-enter, taking Calder's immortality with her because, you know, that was her plan all along. She, he was just like holding on to it for her. Okay. Okay. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'll get you. <laughs> anyway, speed round wrap up. Okay. The queen takes out the entire witch council. Okay. She plans to wipe out humanity again by releasing another plague. There she goes. Calder gets the upper hand and is just about to kill her again, but not so fast. Okay. Because Dolan number 37, Elijah Wood, is bad. Oh, shit. I really, I really working for the queen. I spoiled that. But so much. A long time ago. Thank you. (laughs) But so much for his loyalty, though, because the witch, seeing him only as a human, has no use for him and basically turns him to ash. So, you got your just desserts, my friend. Yeah. Calder and Chloe defeat the witch. Calder is going to sacrifice himself as well by destroying the witch's heart. But Chloe, sensing a love connection. There it is. Gets him to reconsider. The world needs him. Wink, wink. <laughs> a likely story. I She just need wants you. his charm and charisma and his bald head. And? And the fight continues. <laughs> And something else. Dolan 36 decides not to retire and joins the new duo, duo to keep the peace in the world. It's you a trifecta. What? At the beginning, when you said this plot was confusing, I didn't believe you, but now mm-hmm. I am left confused. Yeah. And I left out so many little side stories. Did you? Yes. Well, you know what? You know, Fuck. Just for the sake of sanity. I believe you. Yeah. It was all about Vin. <laughs> <laughs> there you go so yeah um definitely again yeah that's the end of the movie uh, not bad i enjoyed it i mean would it be something i would watch over and over again Probably i haven't not. watched it since i saw it in theaters yeah. but i would like there are a few scenes like the one in the bar that i remember being very visually striking that yes, I would go back to watch and like a lot mm. of cool witchy imagery mm-hmm. that I yeah. remember. Um, yeah. And I'm always a sucker sometimes for seeing very iconic, you know, uh, things from Pittsburgh well, yeah. in movies. That's right. pretty cool. Yeah. So I liked it. And again, Vin Diesel. You know what? <laughs> I mean, let's I give it maybe like there. a, maybe like a six out of 10. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Worth, worth a watch. A slight cinematic piece of crap. Yeah. Maybe just, you know what? It's worth a watch. Just know. Maybe not watches. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. My figure drawing pal was in there. That's right. So I'm going to give it a six out there of ten. Go. Clothed, hopefully. Okay. Maybe not. I didn't <laughs> see any nudity, so. Lord's like, I was looking. Mm. Uh. Yeah, but not for him. <laughs> I was looking for Vin. All right. Here's a few fun facts. Okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. Vin Diesel. Okay. An avid Dungeons and Dragons player. I would not have pegged him as you that. Yeah, but that doesn't surprise me. Inspired the main character, Calder. Okay. Who is based on Diesel's old D&D character, Melkor, who okay. was a witch hunter. Wait, that's kind of fucking sick. That not the, pretty cool, Not right? the witch hunting part, but the rest of it is pretty yeah. fucking cool. Okay. Pretty cool, right? Love that. Uh, whenever Calder breathes on a window... The symbol of the Icelandic magical compass appears. So it tells him that there is magic afoot. So he like breathes on a steamy window. (laughs) Did you hear? It's like, ooh, it's sultry. Is it? Laura was really liking that. Okay. Good Um, addition to the film. There you go. It's used to help one find their way through harsh weather without being injured. Mm. The symbol is called Vegvisor. Okay. And is Icelandic for Wayfinder. Okay, fun. 
That's pretty cool. I like right? that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like last week's movie, uh, they put the cart before the horse. Oh, no. Announcing a second installment, which was later halted after the poor box office reviews. Wow. I think Vin is still holding out hope. Is he? I think as late as 2020, he was like, they're still going to make it. He says, get those Viking braids back out. I'm ready. I'm ready for a sequel. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Uh, Filming was actually delayed for a year following the death of Paul Walker, Hmm. uh, which delayed the shooting of Fast and Furious 7. Oh, my God. Way back then. I know. So it did not start shooting until September of 2014. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and as we said earlier, the production team filed for a film tax credit. We talked about this last week in My Bloody Valentine. Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania gives out uh, tax credits for people that want to shoot movies here. If you are an independent filmmaker, this is the place to be. So I have heard, yes. There you go. And they received one. They received one to the tune of 14 mil. Uh, Are you kidding me? To film here in the Berg, yeah. Well, I mean. I'll take it. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take, I'll take two. two. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So what is your lesson? What You're going to ask lesson? me. What is oh my, my lesson? God. I really struggled with this. Did you? Yes, I did. Actually, I had a whole nother lesson prepared this morning at 4 a.m. Oh, my God, Laura. But um, it was not resonating with me because mm. I think it, there was too much information. You know, sometimes you like get a lesson. It's like this really doesn't fit this movie. So I was going to talk sure. about Dreamwalkers because oh. in the movie she was a Dreamwalker. Okay. But I just feel like there's other movies that would lend better to that. That would actually do it more justice. Yes. Okay. That's because, fair. Because, yes, it would make total sense to discuss um, Witch Hunters, right? Uh, well, you know what? It is in the title. But I did feel some trepidation about discussing the real brutality of these people. We really don't like to... We don't yeah. like to romanticize what Hollywood and particularly this movie is like portraying. There's like, a lot let's of that. romanticize a witch hunter, but what really is it? I right? was going to say, when you take away the theatrics, it's like, ah. Yeah, not so great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with that said, it is important to revisit these topics, no matter how unpleasant they might be. True. So I thought, you know, we all know what a witch hunter is. It's a person that goes out and hunts witches. You know what? You don't say. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the most famous of the witch hunters today. There's a famous one? Very famous, yeah. And his name was Matthew Hopkins. Mm, Okay. He was born in Suffolk, England around 1620. Okay. Uh, Matthew was the son of a Puritan vicar or priest, right? Right. Not Uh, a great start. Not a great start. Yeah, which no doubt, of course, forged his ideology. Hmm. Upon his father's death, he moved to Manningtree in Essex and used the money from his inheritance to present himself, a.k.a. by his way in, as ah. a gentleman to the local aristocracy. Okay, love that. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm important. I'm some, I have some money. I have many leather-bound books in my apartment, reeks of rich mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> I am important. I'm a very big deal. Here's some money. Yes. All right. His witch-finding career began in 1644 when England found itself in the midst of the witch craze hysteria. Okay. Brought on, like brought about in part by King James VI, who was obsessed with the occult. Right. He even penned a book in 1599 called Demonology, Mm -hmm. which would influence and significantly you know, we've brought this up you know, before. Yes. Influence young Matthew Hopkins. Okay. You know yeah. what? <laughs> Some people find inspiration from like flowers and 
the yeah. moon and you know what some people yeah. find it elsewhere yeah okay <laughs> So when an associate of his named John Stern claimed a group of women used sorcery to bring about his death, Mm. Hopkins took it upon himself to conduct a physical investigation of the women looking for the infamous devil's mark, leading to the trial of 23 women in 1645, 19 of which would be convicted and hanged, and the other four died while incarcerated. Mm -hmm. All right. After this success... The dynamic duo traveled throughout the towns with female assistants in tow, which I think is very interesting. That is very interesting. Right? So it, it like, lent to their credibility. Sure. Um, where they falsely claimed to hold the office of Witchfinder General. They uh-huh. also boasted that they were part of an official commission appointed by parliament to suss out witches. All lies. Well, All you lies. don't fucking say. Right. Using practices such as pricking... Uh, the idea that uh, a witch would not feel pain or bleed when pricked, cutting them with a blunt knife. So imagine taking a butter knife and like slicing you. Okay. <laughs> because if they didn't bleed, sure. they were a witch. Well, you know, butter, a butter knife. <laughs> try is, something sharper. No, can I have a, well, that's why they use the blunt. Yeah. Can I have a butter knife to? Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. Wowza. Yeah. Sleep deprivation was also used to coerce confession. Great. And the old tie them to the chair and see if they float. You know. Okay. Because if a witch floats, or well, if, if they float, then they're a witch. But of course, they're already dead if they're floating, pretty much. Right. No. You know what? Thank you, Laura. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh-huh. This lined the pockets of this witch hunter, and they were paid for for their investigation. So okay. they would go from county to county, and they would charge like absorbent fees to you know to take care of their witch to take care of their witch problem. Yeah, okay. yeah. Mm. He even wrote a book entitled "The Discovery of Witches" in 1647. Really, outlining his tactics and his fees, and it was even used as a manual in the conviction of Margaret Jones in the Massachusetts colony and also the Salem witch trials. Like when mm-hmm. you're saying this to me, mm-hmm. it feels like it cannot possibly be real. And we can right. say that about so many things, especially happening today. Yeah. Like there's just like, what the fuck yeah. <laughs> right. is wrong with people? Well, right. And I think we've talked about this and you can go back and listen to the um, episode where we talk about the Malleus Maleficarum, yeah. that, which was published maybe 20 years later than his. Okay. Um, and I think there is mention of him in there. Probably. You know. They love to stroke each other's dicks. Yeah, okay, what? Right. Who said that? Yeah, I think the Malleus Maleficarum came out in 1668, maybe. You're so big um, scholarly today. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so it is believed that from 1644 to 1646, which is a two-year time span, okay. Hopkins and friends were responsible for the deaths of 300 so-called witches, more than all of the witch hunters in England in the previous 160 years. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. At some point in 1647, Hopkins and company began to come under suspicion for their tactics. Okay, great. And, and conveniently, he and Stern took the opportunity to retire from witch hunting before. <laughs> I'm done now. <laughs> you can't I, investigate me. I've had enough. You can't fire me. I quit. Yes. Uh, 1647 would also be the year that Matthew Hopkins would die. Uh, rest in peace. Of tuber- tuberculosis. <laughs> Tubular <rogus. laughs> Tubular. The lunger disease. Yeah. That's what they call it. You said, yeah. With tombstone. Oh, but that only fuck. put him around 27 years old. So like do the math there and think of, uh, think of being in your 20s and then 
what's the driving force of all of this? You know I what would I mean? say hatred. Hatred, uh, sexual. Sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ugh, Self-loathing. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I was going to say, do you want to keep <laughs> bouncing these off of each other? You know, and Fun. I know we talked about this in the Malleus Maleficarum, but they, you know, chose women that were intelligent or smart or owned land or, you know, were a little rebellious or had sure. their own opinions. It's all a bunch of crap. But... <laughs> That is the most famous witch hunter. And wow. interesting enough, in 1968, there's a British folk horror film okay. called The Witchfinder General. Oh, yeah. With Vincent starring Price. Starring Vincent Price. Yes. And he stars as Matthew Hopkins. No fucking shit. The on-screen title was Matthew Hopkins, Witchfinder General. So it's all about him. It's all about him. Yeah. Is it glamorized? I No, I think he, he's portrayed as, you know. A piece of shit? A piece okay, of shit, great. yeah. I'm going to go watch it. <laughs> I'm going to go watch it right now. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, Laura. Well, you know what? I raised everyone up with Xenon and you just brought us all down. Yeah. You, I brought you down. You, you know, you teased us. There's no champagne supernova here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's one more. <laughs> she's, she's like, I got to get one in last minute. Um, you're right. Even though it is angering, it is, it is. important to, it's again, important. because, yeah. yeah. It's important to note. This shit happens. That this shit happened. It happened, yes. Happened and, and it, yeah. similar things are still happening. Yeah. 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 Anyway. But you know what? <laughs> Important to know. And yeah. Wow. Hey, you know what? I would say, I know we talked about, is it a clinker? Is it not a clinker? I would give this one a watch. Obviously take, you know, the glamorizing shit out of it. I do think that as someone interested in the occult or witchcraft, there's going to be some stuff there for you to, like, it is a good cast. Oh yeah. Yeah. And again, my man is in there. there Yeah. There were so many side stories. The one which, um, I don't know, he had like control of butterflies or something. It was very pretty. Yeah. Like visually, I remember it being very striking. Yeah. So I would say, you know what? Two movies to at least entertain. I think it's worth a watch. Yeah, Why'd you for have sure. like a like a little twang in your voice? I think it's worth a watch. Mm. Did I? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, hmm. this I think episode just has been wild. I think I have sinus congestion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My it's not helping on the sex appeal scale that we've talked Dude, about. You <laughs> ruined that for me. I have. I in perpetuity. I? I ruined it for myself too. I I do have a mate though, so that does seem like an unfair advantage. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? That was a good one. Woo. Up top. Hey, we'll catch you next week. Ooh, I'm excited for next week. Next week's good. Next week is good. Yes. Ooh, okay. This one was also good. This one was They're also all good. good. Okay. All of them. Okay, my hands are up. I'm sorry. Next my week, They're all good. Also good. <laughs> all right, we'll catch you next time. All right, TTFN. Cut print, check the gate. Moving on. <laughs>